Good afternoon. It's a pleasure to be able to say to you, welcome to Channel 4. Nearing its 40th birthday, the channel founded by Margaret Thatcher is being assessed again for privatisation. The government says it needs the helping hand of private finance to compete with the mighty new broadcasters now on the scene. We've had Amazon, we've had Apple, we've had Discovery, we've had Disney, and possibly more still to come. And so you know, the share of what we call linear television, the traditionally broadcast television, against the streamers is falling, and it is going to go on falling. And we, what we want to do is to sustain Channel 4 in this new environment. Channel 4's defenders say it's actually in good health, with some hits to its name. And it keeps many smaller TV makers dotted around the country alive with commissions they'd otherwise not get. Last year, for instance, Channel 4 traded with 274 suppliers, of which 161 were independent production companies, many of them very small. No commercial player that I know of deals with that number of companies. They just wouldn't. And also the companies are spread out. For instance, they're in Scotland, they're in the north. There's no obligation on Channel 5, for instance, to do that, or on Sky. These companies would go to the wall, probably. They would, probably. Yes, absolutely, very likely. The channel's remit laid down in law is to reach younger viewers, more diverse audiences, and champion alternative perspectives. Some media analysts think private buyers might want to dilute those requirements before they part with their money. You think the most likely buyer out there is probably... The Channel 5. Is, ..is the Channel 5 owner. Viacom. And, and could that mean Channel 4 ends up looking, over time, quite a lot like Channel 5? Channel 5 is a very upstanding protector of public service broadcasting. It's not the worst outcome. What is the purpose of Channel 4 today, though? I mean, I looked at the schedules tonight, other than Channel 4 News, our long, serious, proper news, whatever you think of its political bias, I couldn't really see anything else that was, uh, was public service broadcasting. The chairman of GB News, the latest addition to UK broadcasting, claimed programming was unoriginal. But many think this privatisation plan is political punishment. We are saying, with regards to baking, um, if, if you must bake in a tent, bake in a tent, but please don't bake in a tent. Channel 4 transmitted this just after the Prime Minister's Covid statement to the nation. But Tory MPs alleging anti-government bias more often point to the melting ice sculpture that replaced an absent Boris Johnson in the general election climate change debate on this programme. And this speech by Channel 4's then Head of News and Current Affairs. What do we do when a known liar becomes our Prime Minister? Some things on Channel 4 are unpalatable, I think, but, but you know, that's... That's life in a free society. Uh, and I think um, in a world of, of, of deplorable cancel culture, actually saying this is irritating me so I want to cancel it is absolutely the wrong way to go. Uh, and it's absolutely uh, what, what conservatives should not approve of. You know, we, we should approve of diversity and, and free debate and so on. So but you have a queasy feeling that might be what's going through some people's minds. I, I, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I think uh, you don't dismiss it. involved. I don't completely dismiss it. And I know because some of my colleagues will say it, but, but not, not in government. Sure. I hope so. The government says it could also put obligations on the new broadcasting titans. The main mission is to privatise Channel 4. Several previous efforts have floundered, but they weren't led by governments with a working majority over 80.
Well, I've been speaking to John Whittingdale, the Minister for Media and Data, who's leading the process, and I asked whether the current public service obligations on Channel 4 of promoting unheard voices, serving diverse audiences and young people, could be weakened to make the sale more valuable. No, not, not in order to simply raise more money. We do think it is uh, right to look at the remit, as it's called, the obligations on Channel 4, to make sure that they're still appropriate because the world is very different. So they could be but, loosened? Well, not necessarily loosened. I mean, there may be different types of obligations. But the, you know, the, the, the purpose of Channel 4, which has been to provide uh, alternative viewpoints and diversity of content, and also to support the creative industries across the UK, Channel 4 has been hugely successful at doing that. And what we want to do is make sure that it can continue in the longer term. But most experts don't think a new buyer, a private sector buyer, would do all of the things that Channel 4 has to do at the moment if they could get away with it, because they cost money, they don't make money, and a private owner would want to make profits. Well, I mean, I think, first of all, the Channel 4 brand is quite valuable. Channel 4 has a very good reputation for providing slightly different content and appealing to different audiences, and I don't think anybody would want to abandon that. But also, the government imposes obligations on Channel 4 through the remit, and ownership is an entirely separate matter from that. If a, if a foreign buyer were to buy... Uh, Channel 4, you know, one of these big American studios have got huge amounts of content, they would want to put their programmes on Channel 4. That would reduce the amount of spending on British production. Well, Channel 4 does spend a lot of money on original content and commissions uh, programmes from independent producers across the UK. But having said that, Channel 4 also carries quite a lot of uh, overseas content. Why do you think Channel 4 is in any commercial trouble? I mean, it's made a record surplus this year it's in very good health, it's got no debt. Look, I mean, Channel 4 performed well in the last year in very difficult circumstances, but this is not about Channel 4's performance last year or indeed next year. It is about the long-term future. And there is no doubt that you know, people's consumption of television is changing. More and more uh, of the audience is switching to the streaming services. And one of the reasons why is because the streaming giants are able to spend a huge amount of money on their TV content. And Channel 4 particularly which is, as I say, wholly dependent on how much money it can get in advertising, is going to struggle to compete against that. But so, so you accept that there isn't a commercial problem right now? I mean, this is sort of... It's a bit like pre-crime, isn't it? You know, you, you think there's going to be a problem in the future and you're trying to head it off. Yeah, so why I, I, not wait until you're sure there's a problem? We don't want to wait until Channel 4 is uh, struggling against the competition and is unable to sustain itself on the basis of its dependence on advertising revenue. You, you've been wanting to do this for decades. No, I, I mean, I, you looked at this in the <laughs> 90s, you looked at this again in, the, in, in 2015. Now you're back. It's personal, isn't it? No, it's that's, not That's what the trailer no, would no, say, no, he's back, and well, this time it's personal. I, and that <laughs> wouldn't be true. I mean, I actually... No, I like Channel 4. I think Channel 4 has served a, a, its purpose that it was created to do brilliantly. You know, it is diverse. Channel 4 News provi pr provides an alternative viewpoint quite often. We don't want to undermine that. Uh, do you also accept that levelling up is a big part of what Channel 4 is doing now with its regional spend, its opening of headquarters in Leeds and Glasgow uh, and, and Bristol, spending money where commercial broadcasters wouldn't necessarily? Channel 4 is spending more money outside London, and that's very important. And, and I, I'm 
confident that that will continue. It's part of a remit. Well, now, Channel 4 are required to spend. Uh, well, it's commission. not actually part of the remit, is it? It's part of an agreement. Well, out of London production, well, no, and, and Channel 4 have, have played a part in, in going beyond what they're obliged to do and spending more. Now, you say you're a big fan of Channel 4. Hmm. A lot of your colleagues aren't. You know, let's be blunt. They, they see this as a culture war win. You know, get rid of Channel 4. Is Channel 4 just too noisy? Too difficult. Well, is Channel 4 News too difficult? You know. So, I mean, occasionally, you know, you ask people different difficult questions. Occasionally, you've asked me difficult questions which I haven't liked. But you know, I'm a politician. That's that's your job and that's my job. But no, absolutely, I strongly believe in plurality. You know, I would hate for there just to be one or two news providers. That's why I welcome new entrants, and we've seen one or two recently. I'm sure that we would expect whatever happens to Channel 4 for it still to be providing a news program. A news programme or an hour of news in peak, well, which is the current requirement, I'm, I'm, and that's very important, it's very distinctive. Absolutely, and I have no um, preconception that that should change. We're looking at the remit, but no, I, I would want Channel 4s to be Channel you see, 4 the to fact that you allow that it provider. could change well, we have an is, very, is very concerning we haven't because... Got, we haven't got any preconceptions. We're not going into this saying, well, we've decided this. But absolutely, I value Channel 4 News alongside every other of the news providers. I would not like to see a reduction in news content. And so this isn't about a principle about private ownership. That's what a lot of people assume with you, you know, that you're an old Thatcherite, you know, you worked for <laughs> Margaret Thatcher, who founded Channel 4, but you instinctively think things are better run by the private sector. I mean, I do think it is worth asking the question whether, you know, we need to have two publicly owned broadcasters. I mean, I would never want to privatise the BBC. The BBC has a, a very distinct role. Whether or not Channel 4 should remain in public ownership or might do better uh, with an alternative ownership model is, is the purpose of this consultation. I, I mean, yes, you're right that you know, I, I look at the success of privatisations in other areas. Broadcasting is a different field, but there is no reason, in my view, why, pub, why Channel 4 particularly has to remain in public ownership. John Wilson, thank you very much.